other-centered attention. The work of meditation, the work of the mantra, is a very demanding work. It's like going to the gym. You know, it's, it's a real work. But it increases our springiness of the mind so that we can develop the muscle of attention, the capacity for attention. And we notice that very quickly in everything we do. We become more aware, more attentive to the people we're with, to the environment we're with, and more aware and attentive to what's going on within us as well. So meditation isn't the whole of life, of course, but it does become very much the center of our life if we see our life as a journey into attention, into love. Attention is really another word for love. Because when we pay attention, we are taking the attention off ourselves. The center of consciousness shifts from its usual self-centered, self-reflective, self-fixated position to actually being turned outwards or to the other, whatever the other is. So other-centered, from self-centered to other-centered, that's the movement of life and that's our journey to God. That's divinization. So in that sense, meditation is very much the center of our whole program, of our whole process of living. And Father John said, the times of meditation are the most important times of the day. Well, I think after a number of years of meditation, you understand what that means. At the beginning, it sounds a bit fanatical, but actually it means that it does set the tone, it sets the, the direction for our whole life and all the other kinds of work we're doing because we have other kinds of work we have other forms of work but all of those forms of work are meant to be aligned to have that same quality of other-centeredness or to be prayerful we are called to pray at all times which doesn't mean that we are saying prayers or thinking about God all the time it means that what we do, think or say, will be prayer if they are done in an other-centered and attentive way. Whatever it is, the most menial job or the most demanding, subtle kind of work we have to do. So this brings up the question of mindfulness in meditation. So mindfulness is defined as Paying attention consciously in the present moment. Something like that. And that's good. But there is an important distinction between mindfulness and meditation, which is blurred in the popular mind, in the media mind. Now, it's been a useful blurring, it's been a useful confusion, because it has enabled the word meditation to become very acceptable in the most secular situations. However, we, at least, should have some clear idea about the distinction between mindfulness and meditation. First of all, we should see that mindfulness is a series of practices and techniques, good in themselves, which have been taken from a Buddhist tradition, extracted from it, and put to use in the conditions of modern stress and anxiety and distraction. The dis-ease and the suffering 
caused by our way of life, caused by our loss of the contemplative spirit, caused by our stress and overactivity and everything else, and speed. So we're feeling that, that there's something wrong and therefore we look for solutions to it. And uh, very interestingly, mindfulness over the last 20 years or so has helped many people to begin that process. Now, there are some Buddhists who are a little critical who will say, actually, it's not altogether honest to extract these mindfulness techniques and ideas from the context in which they were originally taught, which is that these are little techniques or methods to help you to grow as a whole human being, which means growing in wisdom and compassion. So the question is, are you becoming a more compassionate person? Mindfulness, for many people, is very helpful and does lead them to live a better, more integrated and happier and healthier life. And they don't want anything to do with religion or spirituality. They just want the science of it. Scientific, empirical method, the technique that will bring that about. And it does up to a certain point. Not all the research that's been done into mindfulness is of the same quality, and some scientists are questioning it, but overall, the scientific evidence is, the research is pretty, very positive. Okay, so what's our position on that? Affirmative, if it's good, if it makes people happier and healthier, fine. But it only takes you so far. The, the larger context, of course, is meditation. This is the tradition, this is the ancient wisdom. Now, the difference is that mindfulness is easier to teach and easier to practice than meditation. Mindfulness is a technique, meditation is a discipline. They're not entirely separated, but that's a major difference. But the essential difference is that in a mindfulness technique, the attention remains on yourself. Your state of mind, your body scan, your feelings, your thoughts... That doesn't mean you're self-centered and egotistical and horrible. It just means that's the way it is. And it can be very helpful. I think it would naturally bring you to a place where you say, what next? Where can I go deeper? I've met so many people who had that experience. Meditation, of course, the attention comes off yourself isn't so easy. And to be told, you know, say the mantra continually, is not always welcome. But it is our responsibility, I think, to pass on, to transmit what has been the distilled wisdom of a great tradition. As Father John describes, we say the mantra at different levels of other-centeredness. And we say it with greater subtlety and delicacy. First of all, we say it constantly interrupted by our thoughts. Then we sound it, it becomes more resonant. Then we listen to it as it becomes rooted in our hearts. Then the attention is really coming off ourselves. And we can feel that. And then there is silence. The, the last step in levels of silence. Silence which is silent. Not a silence which says, oh, I had no thoughts. This is nice, just being silent here. All my worries are pushed over to one side. My mind is clear, like this. But that isn't 
silence that is truly silent yet. So meditation is clearly going to take us on this journey. So that doesn't mean there's any kind of conflict between mindfulness and meditation. I think it means if you want to start with mindfulness, start with mindfulness. But if it's doing its work, it will bring you at least to the threshold of meditation and hopefully somebody will be there to tell you about it. On the other hand, you can jump in the stream of meditation straight away. You don't have to do a whole lot of preparation. Our work is to teach meditation. But as a result of that meditation, we are going to find that our minds become more aware and more mindful as a result of the meditation. So, mindfulness may lead you into, as a preparation into meditation, and the Buddhists would agree with that. Or meditation can make you more mindful. Probably it's just going to depend on the luck of the draw, who you happen to meet, or what you are able to hear. And the way it's taught, the way it's presented is very important.